from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. Tuesday, August 4th, we've got a great show for you. Jam-packed this morning, friends. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines, coming right up here soon. Today is the feast day. I'll just give it away. Uh, your saint of the day, but today is a feast day of St. John Vianney, the patron saint of parish priests, uh, a big name, of course, in the life of the church, and uh, he was one of the early saints in my, I don't want to say conversion, but conversion to the Catholic faith. Um, I've always been Catholic, but reading the lives of the saints, as I've made public on here numerous times, really kind of changed my life, and uh, St. John Vianney, uh, his uh, was one of them. So I'm going to have uh, Adam on to talk about today for our uh, marriage and family life segment, the complementarity between the priesthood and marriage. And you may be surprised there really is. And uh, I I think there's a a lot to go over here with that. So I'm looking forward to having Adam's story on. Uh, We'll use up all of his time today. Randy Keel coming up at 7.15. Deacon Randy is a regular here uh, every Thursday morning, but he's also got a monthly segment on here, founder of Cardia Counseling. Going to talk about spiritual resilience today. So we'll talk about resilience and how we develop that, but also we'll talk about that in the spiritual context as well. So that coming up at 7.15. Jean Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview her 10 o'clock show this morning. And at 7.45, another counselor, Rachel Popcheck, is going to be on. She wrote a great piece. And I sent over to Karen and I said, we've got to get her on with this one, your family on a mission from God. So we're going to talk about how we in our households are on a mission from God and how we can live that each and every day of our lives. Her and her husband, Dr. Gregory Popcheck, put this one together. Uh, we've had Dr. Gregory on before. Looking forward to having Rachel on at 745 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of TV 13. Meteorologist Megan Selwa. Jimmy with your traffic. Whew. That'll do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you on this uh, Feast of St. John Vianney. I saw that on Twitter today. That mm-hmm. was trending, by the way. Oh, was it? Nice. I like hearing that. Um, it was a little chilly this morning, too. Yep, below average temperatures, not only overnight, but uh, during the day. But a perfect 10 on the weather scale. I forgot to mention that. That also happened yesterday. So yeah. back-to-back days, a perfect 10. What a day yesterday. It's just gorgeous out. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Now, John, if you have... Uh, if you have any, don't have any activities planned, you may want to, in, in honor of the Iowa State Fair not being held, uh-huh. uh, the infamous Barksdale cookies are being sold Ooh. all day today up till 6 o'clock tonight, 15 bucks a bucket, 
and they have a brand new location right across from where they used to be inside the uh, Varied Industries building. They're across the street from there right now, and uh, Grand Avenue is hopping right now on the, the live shot on TV 13. That's good breakfast. That. That's good breakfast right there. I'll take it. <laughs> Worth every penny. <laughs> Cookies and milk. Oh, <laughs> Cookies yeah. and milk. <laughs> Man. I, you know, when, when I would go yeah. out there to the State Fair um, last year, that I would always do one cup of cookies a a week and that would be the one thing that would always make me feel the most guilty you know because you're just sitting there just one (laughs) chocolate chip cookie after the other you just can't stop but i'd always you know reconcile that with just one one day a week john one day a week but i'd walk a little extra fast up there for those Sure, because you thought you were burning it off, yeah. and actually you were putting more on. And, and, <laughs> Pretty much. And while the humidity was draining it from you, sure, I, I get how that Pretty works. I like much. that logic. That's the way it worked yeah. for me. Yeah, they used to sell the cups. Are they still, well, when the fair gets back, they'll sell the cups, and then the buckets, and then they don't, they'll have to go to the five-gallon drum, mm-hmm. I think, eventually. I'll take it. I'd be the one first in line. Now, I I have a little secret to this. Um, I'll share it with you. But I, I would always get a little competition going between the people that were stacking the cookies. So I'd say, now, I want to see how high you can stack these cookies. And they, they'd take me up on it. So that's a little that's a little secret to get a couple extra cookies there. That's your trick. Well, that's, I'll keep that it. in mind today when I uh, I get in line for my Barksdale cookies at the Iowa State Fair. Six might, o'clock tonight, folks. Are there, they'll be there. Might get one or two. Little extra taste of the fair. Oh yeah, sounds good to me. I see. I see what you're doing there, yep. Mr. Lee and Eddie. I yep. like it. I like it. There you go. All right. Well, get out and enjoy the day. It's going to be a great one. Another 10 on the uh, weather scale. Once again, from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. A very uh, chilly 57 degrees, clear skies, and north-northeast wind at 3 miles per hour. Today we will see partly sunny skies and below average temperatures. Today's high 76 degrees, northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 58 degrees. And then tomorrow, increasing clouds. We we'll, could see a spotty shower late in the afternoon, a high of 79 degrees for your Wednesday. Thursday, isolated storms early, and then it should clear off the rest of the day, a high of 82 degrees. And the rest of the week, not looking too bad. Highs uh, getting warmer in the upper 80s and lower 90s, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There is a chance of rain on Saturday morning. Well, in the news, on this uh, Tuesday morning, the first-ever Major League Baseball game at the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa. Well, we'll have to wait another year. Yesterday, Major League Baseball canceled the game that was set to be played next Thursday, August 13th. Uh, the Chicago White Sox were to take on the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, it would have been the first Major League B- Baseball game ever at the filming site of the classic baseball film, Field of Dreams. The cancellation is due to logistics, not the outbreak of the COVID-19 among the uh, St. Louis Cardinals team right now. The Field of Dreams was originally supposed to feature the White Sox hosting the New York Yankees, but the Yankees were replaced by the Cardinals after Major League Baseball rewrote the uh, schedule to create a shortened 60-game season. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, Major League Baseball scoreboard interleague play began uh Yesterday, as the Cubs defeated Kansas City by the score of two nothing, and the Twins down Pittsburgh five to four, both the Twins and Cubs with records of eight and two, the second best in the major leagues. White Sox won their fifth in a row. They defeated Milwaukee six to four. Cincinnati down Cleveland three to two, and Detroit's game at St. Louis was postponed. 
And we are just 24 days away from Dowling Catholic High School football right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. For the 44th straight year, we'll be broadcasting Dowling Catholic football. The Maroons are the seven-time defending Class 4A champs. Our first game will be Friday, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock from Indianola. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, clear skies and 57 degrees. Today we will see partly sunny skies with a high of 76 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Looking good so far this morning. No delays to pass along. Uh, Seven-minute drive as you're heading into downtown on 235 from both the east and west mixer. Thanks to Builderkin Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builderkin has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Adam Story now, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, John. Happy Feast of St. John Vianney today, the patron saint of parish priests. And one of the ones early on um, when I was reading about the saints that I read about, and just a, an incredible story, a humble man. Satan said to John Vianney once um, in in a uh, appearance, a battle that they had, we'll leave it at that, but he said, uh, if there were but three people as holy as you on this earth, Satan said, my kingdom would cease to exist on this planet. That's how holy of a man that John Vianney was. Uh, Let's talk about, though, you know, as a patron saint of priests, he loved his priesthood. Uh, And you say, you may say, well, what's the overlap here with the marriage and family uh, life segment? And there is, there's a complementarity between the priesthood and uh, marriage and family life that sometimes I think we overlook. Explain what that could be. Yeah, you know, I think that's absolutely right. And I think it gets to the heart of, you know, what's our mission as Christians, or what are we invited into? And we got to remember that part of what the Lord is doing in our lives and what the Lord is doing in salvation history is, as St. Paul says in Ephesians, that he's drawing all things back into union with him, that he's healing all wounds, that he's restoring all things to himself. And the way he does that is with our participation. He does that in our various vocations. And so, you know, St. John Vianney, the patron saint of parish priests, we know that our priests, uh, what's their fundamental mission? What's their fundamental call? It's to bring us Christ, to put us in touch with Christ, to bring him to us through the sacraments, through their preaching, through their shepherding. Uh, The priests bring us Christ, but then, you know, I work in marriage and family ministry, and I'm a lay person, a married man, what's our vocation? Once Christ has been brought to us, we bring Christ out into the world Mm. in all the various places that we go. You know, for myself personally, I bring Christ into every nook and cranny on 52nd Street where I live. You know, I bring Christ into 
uh, all the miserable softball teams that John Leonetti gets me to sign up for. <laughs> that, that's a low, the cheap shot right there. Cheap yeah, shot. that was Come a on. little bit. I'm still sore about that, John. I'm still sore oh, about it. Oh, they were pretty bad. They were yeah. Pretty bad. That was humbling. We'll say yeah, that. <laughs> it was. But we brought Christ because that's a part of our lay vocation. And so there is this complementarity that, you know, the priest through the sacraments, through the church brings us Christ. And then we bring Christ into the world in every place we go, and that's how God accomplishes what St. Paul talks about in Ephesians, Christ restoring all things to the Father, bringing all things back into harmony, uh, which is ultimately what we've been made for. There's a good overlap here, because in the second half hour, I'm having uh, Rachel Popchek on, and she's talking about her article that she recently wrote that I really enjoyed, um, that was Your Family on a Mission from God. And and everyone's got a mission. Every vocation has got a mission here. And as you said, it's the laity's mission uh, to go out and really sanctify the world here in, in every nook and cranny that we're in. And uh, that isn't easy to do in our culture today, but it's nonetheless a mission that we cannot shy away from. Absolutely. You know, and that's, it's, it's fundamental that we need to know our mission and then we need to live it. And I think one of the ways that Satan tries to distract us is to get us worried not about our mission, but about other people's mm. mission, to try to do something that we've not been called yeah. to do. And, you know, within priests and the laity, there's a complementarity here, but but there is a difference, too, and I think it's important to respect that and to live that and to not do what Pope Francis has talked about, the temptation to try to clericalize the laity, make the laity achieve not their own mission, but the mission of the priest, or to laicize the priesthood so that the priesthood uh, just becomes, you know, one different lay vocation. They are different. Uh, but they're complement. Uh, they're complementary. Yeah, and and I think something, friends, that we can really learn a lot from here, especially on this feast day of John Vianney, um, who was a man of the people as well, and he was a man that learned a lot from the laity. Um, there's some great stories. I'll share a couple of them later on in the show. But at the same time, he was a man that knew and understood the power that comes with the priesthood there and what he was able to serve and sacrifice um, for the families that he did serve. Uh, I want to ask you this uh, on the feast of the. Um, of St. John Vianney, a patron saint of parish priests, how can we as laity uh, serve our priests? They serve us a lot. How can we support them? Yeah, amen. You know, I think a couple things that we can do, and I think particularly uh, in this moment, you know, the in the moment of uh, living in the midst of the coronavirus, and there's been uh, so many difficult decisions that have been, had to be made and so many kind of uh, places of tension in our lives, I think one thing is just to thank them. Thank them for their leadership, for their shepherding. Uh, say, you know, oftentimes they've been put in tough spots, and to say, you know, thanks for all that you're doing uh, to continue to care for us in the midst of this. And, you know, I think in ordinary circumstances, and even today when you do it safely, uh, to invite the priest into your home, you know, to have them over, have dinner with them, Help them to get to know your family. I think uh, those are really beautiful things, that there should be that real um, close relationship between our priests and our laity. And I think that really enriches both vocations. I think it's so important. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Anything we should be aware of coming up or anything uh, maybe that you're going to be streaming? Uh, well, yeah, so far we're still we're still streaming everything online, but 
Uh, my hope is this month we're going to have the third option begin to meet in person again, Good. Uh, which will be a great gift to be able to do that. Yes, it will. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life. Have a good one. You too, John. Thanks. All right. Coming up 7.15. Well, it's 7.15 now. Randy Keel. Deacon Randy. Spiritual resilience. How do we develop resilience? But also, what is spiritual resilience for his uh, monthly segment today? Everyone loves Deacon Randy's segments, and, and I do as well. Randy Keel coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie, the morning right here on this Tuesday, August 4th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thanks to Blessman International for underwriting the show and all they do for us here to support Iowa Catholic Radio, operating and managing vegetable farming, chicken farming, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food for their friends in Limpopo, South Africa. Beginning in 2001 and continuing today, thank you for your partnership here uh, on Iowa Catholic Radio, blessmaninternational.org. That is blessmaninternational.org. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic Radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Oh God, you're my deliverer one, one who carries Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee and Eddie, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes, landscape and design for underwriting the show. 
A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. Passionate about their work and service that they provide. Honesty and integrity you can count on. 493-1060-5centsnaturescapes.com. Let's go to America's favorite deacon, Deacon Randy Keel, talking about spiritual resistance today. Hi, Deacon. Hey, hey, good morning, John. Glad to be with you. Thanks for coming on for your monthly segment here, Spiritual Resilience. Uh, let's talk first about resilience. Um, what is it? You know, you know, think of that commercial that we've all seen and kind of giggled about, you know, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Sure. You know, yes, you can. The essence of our ability to get up is our resilience. And so many times, in my counseling practice and in and, and conversation, you've heard it too, you know, people talk about the need for resilience in life, whether we have it or we don't, and we all are to have it. It's not a personality, it's developmental. And we make choices every day, John, for life that determine our resilience that we have inside about how strong or how weakened or even how debilitated resilience will be when life gets tough. And if there's one thing we know for sure, everyone's life eventually gets tough during seasons of this journey of life that we're living in. Change is inevitable. So how is it that we will respond and go through the change when it comes, regardless of the size of the change? That's the essence of resilience of what we have inside. And you say there's a spiritual dimension here that we can tap into as well. There is. I want to go through four points here, John, for us just to kind of like do a little personal inventory about our sense of resilience. Sure. Um, the, number one would be know how you think. Do you think productively or do you think with futility? Number two would be know how you emote. Do you emote or feel with hope or with despair? Number three would be know who you are. Do you focus on who I am, or do you focus on who I am not? And number four is know what you believe. Do you believe, and are you stuck in the temporal, or do you believe for the sake of the eternal? Hmm. We're to learn, we're to grow, we are to thrive in adversity. And that's what our church brings us to. Not just, our, not just for the sake of mental health, but also for our eternal nature that God instilled inside of us. Elaborate a little bit on number one, uh, how you think. In, In our thought processing system, listening to our thoughts, when we get low, our thoughts will reflect it. Therefore, if we bring higher thoughts to our life, our thought system will increase to a sense of productivity. What's our purpose? What's the plan? What are the decisions that we're making today to incorporate those? And how do I implement that plan as compared to the futility of I can't, it won't work up, and other thoughts that take us down for a sense of loss? Hmm. Yeah. When, we look at, when we look at believing only in ourselves, we're going to get lost. But when we believe in something higher, we hit a sense of striving. There's a poem that says, I will get over, I'll make it there. There's just no getting round it, this trouble I bear. I will get over, I'll make it there till I climb up that mountain and breathe heaven's air. I will get over. 
I love that. Yeah, it seems that one and four have a little bit of overlap there because, again, as you said, are, are we stuck in the temporal, which is all too easy to do in in our day and age, or are we really, um, is our mind and our hearts in, in the eternal, which is really what we believe. This is faith. Yeah, and, and kind of looking at, like, I, I work with a lot of, you know, people of all different creeds, but I'll ask people, what is your creed? And they'll say, some will say, well, I, I don't know what you mean by the word creed. I'll say, well, what's your core belief system? What are your morals, values, ethics, and beliefs based upon inside of who you are? And if they're based upon what earthly provisions can bring to them as a gain, then they are always, as we would be, subject to great loss. And that's why creed is so important. As we go back to our Nicene Creed or the Apostles' Creed, it takes us always to the eternal. But if our earthly thinking and our humanity and our humanism is solely focused on what I can gain for myself, then we're going to set ourselves up for the loss of resilience and, temp- and temporary and chronic decline. Yeah, I was going to say, as Catholics, you know, our creed, it is fully, completely uh, dependent on God, the spiritual resilience. Yeah. And, and I want to say the spiritual resilience here that we're developing isn't something that is on our accord or our account. Um, this, this is something that God gives us. We just lean on him to be able to give us yeah. that gift. And I, I put together five little tips for us to follow for this. Good. One is don't, don't try to solve the problems with the same thinking, thinking that created them. That's a great place called stuck. Yeah. Let's go. Let's not try to solve it with the same thinking that we created them. Let's go to God's word. Number two is don't stagnate. We're called to continue growing. That's our spiritual practice. Number three is don't stay down. Oh, we're going to have many falls. It's not the falling that's the problem. It's the picking ourselves up as many times as it takes. And number four, don't get lost in yourself. We're called to give ourselves away to others. That's sacrifice. And number five is don't try to do it solo. Don't try to do life solo. We're meant to be relational and communal. Build relationships. That's what moves us forward in life. That's the life of walking sacramentally with our church. Yeah, and none of this is easy, but it's worth it. And uh, as as you've said before, you know, uh, spiritual resilience. Again, this is a grace that we go to with God, but we have the opportunity and the ability to be able to put ourselves um, in the right frame of mind as doing it. And and you're here to be able to coach us through that. Um, anything else? Nine nine points today. That's a lot. Nine points. Nine points, and I'm just getting started. I've got two oh. more pages, but it's it's just great content. <laughs> Because it's life. It's all yeah. the way from the teeny little bouts of depression that 89% of people in America will experience at least once in their lifetime. Wow. 89%. All the way to the number one epidemic of, or let's see, the number two killer of our adolescence is suicide, which I just went through another one last week. And we've got to look at not only how to be resilient with ourselves, but as communal brethren, how to bring resilience through the Spirit of Jesus Christ to other people that we are connected with every day of our life. This is number two, you said, of cause of death? Sound like I had an opinion on that. (laughs) No, but number two, cause of death? Suicide? Is that what you said? Oh, the lack of spiritual resilience causes death, absolutely. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that that you went through another one. My goodness. Um, Anything else? 
I, I think that's a great beginning for our day. I think so, too. Uh, Deacon Randy Keel, everyone, spiritual resilience, uh, developing that, but also leaning on God to be able to give us what it is that um, that he wants to give us day in and day Lino. out. That's it. Right. That's the song today. Deacon Randy Keel. Deacon, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you, John. Talk to you next month. All right. You as well. Good to have Deacon Randy on uh, for his monthly segment as well. Well, I tell you, once a week isn't enough with this guy. You got to get him on at least uh, once a month for a longer period of time than what we're able to get him on 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 Thursdays. But good stuff this morning from Deacon Randy. Coming up, second half hour, Gene Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview her show. And at seven forty-five, Rachel Popcheck is going to be on your family on a mission from God. We're going to talk about what that means. Households on mission is what they call them, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, how it is that we can discover that in our own family life as well. And no matter who you are, where you come from, no matter if you've been married. Uh, for 60 years, your family, your household is still on a mission from God. Kids might be grown, grandkids might be grown, or you might be uh, raising all of them right now. doesn't matter. We have to look to God and see and discover what it is that our mission is as Catholics. She wrote a great piece on it with her husband, Dr. Gregory Popchek, and I'm going to highlight that coming up in about 745 today. It's Tuesday, August 4th, John Leonetti in the morning. Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. And thank you to Golden Rule, plumbing, heating, and cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service. 20 years in business, the commitment to the quality of workmanship and materials. Next to none, goldenrulephc.com. That's goldenrulephc.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew Some Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They do not wash their hands when they eat a meal. He summoned the crowd and said to them, Hear and understand. It is not what enters one's mouth that defiles the man, but what comes out of the mouth is what defiles one. Then his disciples approached and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He said in reply, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. If a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. The Gospel of the Lord Certainly washing our hands serves the practical purpose of removing bacteria that would otherwise be ingested when we eat. Jesus doesn't disagree, though he aims for a deeper and more spiritually penetrating reason for such practices. He challenges us to, unlike those Pharisees and scribes, consider and follow both the letter and spirit of the law. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. 
Thank you to Bozen the Floors for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Floors. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Jean Wells coming up, host of Straight Talk, and a preview her 10 o'clock show, and Rachel Popcheck on to talk about a great piece that she and her husband put together, Your Family on a Mission from God. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Hold on tight today, friends, because today's a big feast day in the life of the Church, too. We'll get to it coming up here uh, in a few minutes. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Perfect 10 Day on the weather scale on this Tuesday morning. Sounds good to me. Yesterday was one as well. Yeah. Yeah, did you uh, do your annual uh, pilgrimage on a bike uh, to somewhere in Dallas County, or how'd that work out? I did not yesterday, but I got out on Sunday to take a, a long bike bike ride, about uh, 15 and a half hour, uh, hours, excuse me, 15 and a half miles, uh, that I'm down to about a, an hour and a half. So I'm not moving like crazy, but uh, I'm still getting used to the thing. I see. Well, I, I thought you may have uh, wandered up to Fort Dodge. You know, there's bike trails. I'm sure that connect uh, Des Moines to Fort Dodge. I thought you might be up there last week. Didn't see you, so now, apparently you didn't get that far. I did not make it up there, but uh, I I have uh, been discovering some of the different bike trails, even just around Urbandale. There's there's quite a few, so it's kind of fun to see. Have you heard the uh, story about uh, uh, Bishop uh, Johnson on his bike? Uh, no. What's the story? Oh, he's had a few flat tires. Oh, yes, I heard that. I read that. Yeah. I did read that. (laughs) Three of them. Yeah. And I said, my goodness, Bishop, there's only two tires. No, three (laughs) different times he's had a flat tire. Yeah, he got some help on on one of them, which was really good. That's right. So uh, I have not had any flat tires yet. Yeah, no, no flats. I know. Now, if, if you get a flat tire on a bike uh, on a bike path, you just uh, you're off on the side of the path and you put your thumb out and yeah, you know, hitchhike. Is that how you do it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm John, probably just done? carrying that thing home. Um, you know, it's <laughs> no nothing else to do. Start pushing. That's what you're saying. Start I don't pushing. See a lot of fellow fellow uh, bikers on the on the trail with me. So that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you might hear some wildlife there uh, moving through. Uh, you never know what what you could encounter. Be a lot of help. There. Uh, good for you. So, yeah, bike tips from John Leonetti yeah. every uh, Tuesday right after the Randy Keel segment on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's folks. it, right there.
All right. Well, let's get right to it from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Clear skies, 57 degrees, a north-northeast wind at 3 miles per hour. And today we will see partly sunny skies, a high of 76 degrees. Yes, below average temperatures for this early August. Northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 58 degrees. And then tomorrow... Increase in clouds, spotty shower is possible, high of 79 degrees. And on Thursday, isolated showers early in the morning, high of 82 degrees. And uh, the rest of the week, I don't look at too bad. Highs uh, climbing into the upper 80s to lower 90s, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's a chance of rain on Saturday morning. Well, in the news, on this Tuesday morning, uh, the uh, first ever Major League Baseball game at the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa, will have to wait for another season. Yesterday, Major League Baseball canceled the game that was set to play next Thursday, August 13th. The Chicago White Sox and the St. Louis Cardinals were scheduled to play. It would have been the first Major League Baseball game ever at the uh, filming site of the classic baseball film, Field of Dreams. The cancellation is due to the logistics, not the outbreak of the COVID-19 going on right now with the St. Louis Cardinals team. The Field of Dreams game was originally supposed to feature the Chicago White Sox taking on the New York Yankees. The Yankees were replaced by the Cardinals after Major League Baseball rewrote the schedule to create a shortened 60-game season. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night's Major League Baseball scoreboard interleague play began as the Cubs defeated Kansas City 2-0 at Wrigley Field, while Minnesota uh, down Pittsburgh 5-4. Both the Cubs and Twins, second-best records in Major League Baseball now with 8-2 records. White Sox won their fifth in a row. They defeated Milwaukee 6-4, while Cincinnati down Cleveland 3-2, and Detroit's game at St. Louis was postponed. We are now uh, 24 days away from the opening of the of the high school football season, and once again, for the 44th straight year, we will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Maroons are the seven-time defending 4A champs, and our first game will be Friday, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola, pregame 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock, and join us for the broadcast this year once again here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have clear skies, 57 degrees, a north-northeast wind at 3 miles prior and today we will see partly sunny skies throughout the day a perfect 10 on the weather scale a high of 76 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your tuesday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by ashworth vision clinic and the catholic tuition organization thank you for supporting iowa catholic radio 11:50 a.m 88.5 fm 94.5 fm and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still no accidents or delays to pass along. Again, construction still kind of popping up all over the place, so be aware of that as you are out and about today. Just be aware of reduced lanes and road closures. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint is the patron saint of priests, St. John Vianney, today. He was a young man with limited schooling when he decided to become a priest. 
He found it nearly impossible to understand instruction in Latin, and the difficulty forced him to stop school altogether. He found a private tutor, though, and after years of hard work, he was finally ordained a priest. As a young priest, he upset many people of his town. He would close taverns, and he waged a vigorous campaign against offensive language. He was incredibly austere, living on a diet that consisted almost completely of potatoes, and he set for himself almost impossible tasks. His, intes- his intense intensity shocked many people who were far more comfortable in their ordinary lives, but he wasn't. Father John was also fond of confession. During the winter months, he would spend 12 to 13 hours in the confessional. Many days in the summer, he spent over 16 hours hearing confessions. While most people look forward to retirement, Father John did not. As his fame grew, he felt it was his duty to continue to serve God's people. He got very few hours of sleep each night, and those that he did get were frequently disturbed by the devil. 1929, Pope Pius XI named him the patron of parish priests worldwide. Big feast in the life of the church today. St. John Vianney, pray for us. Amen. And especially today, friends, if you would, ask your patron uh, saint and ask St. John Vianney as well to pray for parish priests, but more specifically, your parish priest, who is your pastor. Today, during your prayer time, ask St. John Vianney to aid them in their work. Thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for, uh, for underwriting our saint of the day. Attorney, family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. Been in practice for 30 years, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Gene Wells hosts a Straight Talk. Hi, Gene. Good Tuesday morning, John. Good How are you? Well, doing just fine this morning. What do we got coming up on your show at 10 o'clock? We're going to talk about financial fitness. I mean... Those are two words that some people like to avoid at all costs. Who wants to <laughs> talk about money, and he wants to talk about fitness, right? Yeah, you. that can be there. Uh, yeah. Joe, uh, yeah, sorry, the um, founder and president of Financial Fitness Group is joining me today, and uh, we're going to talk about finding you know, prof- uh, fitness, financial fitness, especially during this coronavirus. You know, what are the things we should be uh, looking out for it in order to better um, take care of our family and our future, uh, you know, given all of the uncertainty of the coronavirus. So it, it should be an interesting discussion. Yeah, and a good one and a needed one at that, I think, for most of us here. Uh, Joe Sori with uh, Gene Wells coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, friends. If you miss it, you can go to iowacatholicradio.com. All of Gene's shows are podcasted there of Straight Talk. Gene Wells, talk to you soon. God bless. All right. Rachel Popchek coming up right after this. Uh, She's got a great piece out with her husband, your family, on a mission from God. We're going to talk about how and why we live that mission in our daily life. Rachel Popchek next. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighting in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Dean Bell of Bell Construction for underwriting the show, a man of integrity and faith. Met him on the court, basketball court, years ago and remained friends ever since. One day he said he wanted to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and I was kind of shocked because I realized he wasn't Catholic. But nonetheless, he's a believer in what it is that we stand for here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Residential re-roofs for over 30 years, 963-4494. Re-roofs, 30 years, 963-4494. 
Uh, today, Diocesan Minute, we got it, is now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, August 4th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Francis Amwoka. Father Amwoka is chaplain at Mercy Medical Center in Des Moines. Happy birthday. There's still time to register for the Catholic Charities Bishop's Golf Classic, which will be held August 31st at Echo Valley Country Club in Norwalk. Social distancing will keep people safe while they have fun supporting the most vulnerable in our community. To learn more and register, contact Holly at 237-5027 or call Catholic Charities. And speaking of Catholic Charities, they're always in need of volunteers to help support their work. Even just a few hours of your time can make a difference. Catholic Charities is in need of volunteers to help with organizing donations, helping the food pantry, setting up refugees' apartments as they are resettled in Des Moines, and more. To learn more about all opportunities, visit catholiccharitiesdm.org and click on Contribute at the top. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. He's not dead, he's surely alive. He's living on the Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Cents Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Cents Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee, Nighty in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show here on this Tuesday, August 4th. Going to be a beautiful day today. Beautiful day. Get out there and uh, enjoy it if you can. Take a walk. I said this morning, coming into the studio, it's a little, a little chilly. Haven't had that in a while. So enjoy it while it lasts because it's going to get hot again this weekend from what I hear. Let's go to our next guest of the day, a counseling associate of CatholicCounselors.com. Rachel Popcheck joins me. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how are you? I'm doing just fine. This this piece on, on the family I thought was just excellent. Uh, your family on a mission from God is what we're talking about uh, from a blog piece that you put together. And uh, I just want to get into it because you talk about families just in general, and we'll get specific here in a second, but what is the mission of every Catholic family right now on this planet? Absolutely. So essentially, you know, as a vocation, marriage and family life really represents a particular way that a couple has been called by God to live out their threefold baptismal mission. And that kind of gets into to your question here. So, so just as we see in the vocation of holy orders, right, there's a kind of this threefold baptismal mission that we have. 
that's described through essentially three titles. So those titles are priest, prophet, and royal. Mm-hmm. So essentially, priest means just blessing the world by modeling Christ's sacrificial love. Prophet just means being a witness of how God's children are meant to live. Um, and royal really means using your gifts and to, to be a blessing to others. So essentially, a household on mission means living out this vocation of a mission of priest, prophet, and royal. So in discovering this as priest, prophet, and royal, um, you know, it's one thing to be able to kind of know the theology of it, but it's another thing to really put it in practice. So are there some specific or practical ways that you suggest that we can really do this on a regular basis? Because we're all busy. We've got a lot going on, responsibilities to tend to. For sure, absolutely. So, I mean, it can definitely be difficult sometimes to kind of figure out where to start. But one of the best ways for a family to really discover what it means for them to live out their baptismal mission is to start by kind of asking three questions related to this threefold mission. So first, it's important, of course, that we pray together but, and, and really discuss with our spouse and our family what our strengths are as a family. Mm. So what I mean by that is, you know, are we hospitable? thoughtful, creative, outgoing, joyful, right? Just those examples here. But but this really helps kind of define the unique ways that you as a family can serve one another as well as others in your community. Second, I think it's important that we ask how we as a family can use these strengths to serve and uplift one another, right? We really can't give what we don't have. So we have to really first cultivate these relationships, this connection, and this mission within our family first. Share with one another at least you know, one or two ways that we can use those strengths to be a better dad, mom, sister, brother, right? And, and this could look like saying, if I were a more joyful dad, I, would make, I could really make a point of playing a more active role in planning family activities instead of maybe leaving that to mom so much. Or mom could say, you know, to be a more joyful family, I think we really need to put more regular family time on a schedule. So we aren't just trying to squeeze each other in whenever stuff, other stuff isn't happening, right? Yeah. Um, and third, you know, we, we can really ask ourselves a similar question, but this time we can focus on how we can serve, uplift, and reach out to others, right? So are we a hospitable family? Maybe we can host weekly dinners for friends or neighbors, or maybe we can host a monthly block party. Are we thoughtful? Maybe we can find ways to help others, such you know, maybe making meals and delivering them to the elderly in our community, to the mom with a new baby who lives down the street, right? And are we creative? Maybe we just can start a group to help meet a need that we've kind of identified in our community, Of course, these are just examples, right? Nobody has to do these specific things. But the point is they really demonstrate how we can utilize our unique strengths as a family to reach out and serve others. And you say reflect and revise on this often. This this isn't something that you just kind of set and then uh, let go. I mean, this is something you could do maybe monthly as a family or an exercise you can do uh, a couple times a year or once a year. But to do so uh, and to set these uh, priorities especially is um, is to go back and, and read them over again, remind each other what we're about. Absolutely. It's so true. And we need to, to continually grow as we grow, as our lives grow, right, as the different sort of areas of our lives change and develop, maybe before we had time to host that weekly get-together, but now maybe more of a monthly block party is more doable, right? So 
it's all okay, but it's just going to be about how do we really make sure we're kind of living out this mission, both within our family and serving one another, and also in that outreach piece and kind of serving those that we come in contact with. I also want to talk about, a, a, a kind of highlight something you said here, that we can say a lot, and I know families hear it a lot on this show, but I think it is so important. In fact, it is the most important thing we can do together as families, and that is to pray together. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important to pray together, and I think that Really, that's truly one of the ways that, that we can really stay consistent in, in our connection, but also really in practicing our, our family mission, right? And I think it's a really important way for us to even kind of stay consistent and even reflect back, like you were saying, too, on, on where are we at, how are we living out this mission. And so, you know, one of the best ways for us to really kind of even place a regular focus on living out this mission and on praying together is kind of regularly practicing rituals of connection. So, you know, we can kind of describe these maybe as as the four pillars of connection, if you will. But essentially this means just kind of focusing on the ways that we as a family can regularly work, talk, play, and pray together, right? So focusing on these four areas really kind of helps us meet essentially the basic human needs for connection, okay? You know, this doesn't have to be a big task. I think sometimes you think, oh, my gosh, that's so much. Right? How am I supposed yeah. to kind of fit that into every day? But just prioritizing, you know, 5 to 15 minutes a day for each of these things really just means it will, of course, you know, take all of maybe 45 minutes a day, right? But we still have had opportunities throughout the day to connect with one another and to go deeper than just, you know, hey, how was your day? It was fine. Cool. <laughs> We don't know a lot about each other. We don't really connect with each other a lot in kind of a con- conversation like that. But you know, we just kind of practicing these rituals can kind of maybe look like sharing the highs and lows of the day, right? You know, kind of praying before meals or before bedtime or when you wake up in the morning, whatever works for your family, right? Maybe even praying for the highs and lows of the day so we can kind of incorporate these things a little bit. Maybe it's a busier day. We don't have time for four separate things. We can do them all at once, maybe, and just kind of pray for the highs and lows of the day and kind of thank God for the good things and ask help with the difficult things that, that happens that day. Um, working together can just be as simple as working to clean up the dishes together instead of that being a chore that's kind of left to one or two people in the family, right? Playing card game together, or just like you said when we were coming back from the break, going for a walk, right? It's an awesome way for us to kind of get some time together. If we're going for a walk, it's a way for us to play together and talk together during that time. Or maybe we pray together by going for a rosary walk, right? These are all ways that we can kind of incorporate the, these rituals and get this time for connection. Really, the options of how we practice these four, four pillars are really endless, but the point of connection is the point, and it's really what stays the same. Yeah, and, and if you think, well, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to put all of these into practice, it's probably true. You know, this is um, this is not something that I recommend, and I don't think you recommend just kind of, you know, going all in and everything that, that you're saying needs to be implemented, but maybe one or two things uh, that Rachel has just said exactly. friends, could really uh, could hit well in your family. And this is also, I want to say as we end here, this is more than just a mission statement, Rachel. This is, you know, something that you need to get intentional about. I I think we could all get intentional about and sitting down, maybe even writing down some of these things with our family and taking just a few points, maybe three, uh, to be able to help us rediscover what it is that, um, that our family is on mission for. 
Absolutely. Just write down a few ways or even have that regular check-in. Maybe it's daily or weekly, right? Just how did we practice our family mission today or this week? Just have that check-in with one another and just say, okay, how can we learn from this week and how can we do even better next week? Good stuff. Rachel Popjack. Keep writing, Rachel. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right. That's Rachel Popcheck, everyone. Good stuff this morning. I think very interesting stuff for us to be able to take to heart, especially as in our marriages and families, getting that mission and shoring that up as well. And again, I don't care if you've been married for 60 years, something we can always do well to revisit. Thanks for tuning in today. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, Defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. In this worn and weary land, where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. Living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you
John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.